0: KCI Kindled, Creating Space for Meaningful Dialogue, a podcast brought to you by Kahnawake Collective Impact. The goal of this podcast is to open up a safe space for community members to have conversations about current social issues, both inter-community and global issues, culture and heritage, and language. This space encourages respectful expression of different opinions and perspectives. The opinions and perspectives expressed belong to the guests of the show and do not represent the views of Gonawage Collective Impact. Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on FNFiber.com and sign up today. First Nations
1: Fiber, empowering people through connectivity.
0: Today's uh, episode, we are going to be talking about wellness and the reason why this subject kind of came up is because we just finished the month of November. We're going into December and these seasonal changes and just the holidays coming up and just life at this point tends to get a little bit hairy, a little bit hairy. A lot of things changes, the seasonal changes, like it brings on seasonal depression. A lot of people's moods and emotions kind of get thrown for a loop a little bit, I guess, because there's a bit of an adjustment period that happens. And just the lack of sunshine plays a lot into people's moods in general. So we figured we would take this uh, opportunity to talk about wellness for this episode.
1: Well.
2: Well. (laughs) It's also the... Month before Christmas. That's So <laughs> right. everybody yeah. is like, oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> is coming. There is, a, there is a
1: lot of stress uh, this time of year. We all know this with, uh, like you said, Christmas coming up and still adjusting to the change of the season. Uh, myself, starting a new job, that's more of a nine to five thing. So when I get home, there's no more sun. And getting used to that is, uh, I've not. I have not uh, done it yet still. I don't know how long it's going to take to adjust, but I can imagine someone who's been doing this for, for a very, very long time. I wonder how they get through it. How do they get through the whole nine to five and it's dark, it's, it's Christmas, it's a change of weather, it's colder out there. It's actually, the past couple of days have been kind of miserable <laughs>
0: yes, outside. It has, so it yeah, it's,
1: it, it, it all piles up. So where, where does uh, somebody go to, to feel better and how do they do it?
0: Well, actually I'm, it's kind of very cool that you jumped into that. Like the reasons why people's moods kind of dip up and down. Right. And you, you talked about it. Like the time change just happened a few weeks ago too. Like our clocks went back, back forward, (laughs) fall back, fall back. fall back. So our clocks went back and like everyone's like sleep schedules are even disturbed now. Like you're waking up and it's pitch black and then you're going home in the darkness. And it's like, when you're home that's your free time but it's also night time and it's dark time and it's kind of like
1: yeah i'm just going to bed <laughs> yeah, I kinda that's, of that's like it though. yeah
2: i like it though because i feel like i'm winning a little bit like i'm waking up an hour early yeah like i'm tricking yeah. myself into thinking that so i'm like oh i like this and then like after a week you just get used to it and you're like oh. it, it takes me a little yeah. bit longer than a week to <laughs> get into it but
0: These are all things that affect everybody's moods, like just seasonal changes play a lot into it. So like you mentioned that you're doing okay with the time change, but like how, how are, what are some things that does seasonal changes? Do they bother you? That's a good question.
2: It's actually strange because I, I like the darkness. I like cold. (laughs) I like being cold all the time. I like to be cuddly. So, like, the winter season, fall season, up until, like, February. It's like, I you're, you're it. living it. Oh, I yeah. love okay. it. We got That's somebody amazing. who loves to save our Once it starts thawing, like, all the slush and mud, like, I just get so, like, it triggers my anxiety because there's mud all in the house. Yeah. And then I don't like the heat So the summer. I'm, like, miserable, sweaty. <laughs> and then once it starts to cool down again in the fall, I'm like, yes. Yeah.
1: That's good. That's good that we have a, a nice contrast. Some of us love summer. Some of us love winter. Okay, so there's the pros and cons. What do we love? Oh, what do we sure. hate? Now, as you said, you, you you love the winter. That is your season. How is it like in the, in the household? Does everybody agree with that? Or like, does, is everybody dealing the same way with winter as you would? Or like, are your kids like, oh, I can't wait for summer or...
2: Oh, well, the kids don't even like realize it. They're just happy living... Living their best lives by my partner. Why can't a we all, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, why can't we all just be carefree like that? I don't care. I'm just happy to be alive type yeah. attitude.
0: Like, I know for myself, sunlight plays a big part in my mood. I am someone who gets like seasonal depression and like the weather outside really does affect me. For me, winter turns my world literally black and white because <laughs> yeah. there's no color. It's all snow and gray. There's no leaves on the trees. It's dark all the time. My world just literally turns black and white in the winter.
1: Listen, I love that fresh, first, Oh, the first, the first snow, snow yeah. is always, oh, wow, it's so magical. Yeah. And then it just, what happens after that? It's just the next thing that we're dealing with. I so find now it's
2: beautiful. More. It is beautiful. Every night you look out your window and I find it's brighter at night because everything's so yes. white. And it's so quiet. Yeah.
0: It's so quiet. It's so peaceful. Like I I can still see the beauty in winter and I am Mm -hmm. very happy that we live in a, a climate where we still have four seasons. Not a lot of places have that anymore with global warming and with everything else. So I'm, I feel like we're really lucky that we have that here, but it's still, it's the sunlight thing. I even take like vitamin D supplements because women need that in general. Everyone needs more vitamin D, but like women tend to be more deficient in it. So like I supplement that because it helps me a little bit better. So I, I am someone that has a little bit of trouble with the changing of the seasons. Not so much when it changes the summer though, because I like the heat and I love the sun and I like being outside.
1: How do you adjust to the brand new season? How do you adjust to winter and as you put it, the probably the worst season of all? <laughs>
0: Well, it's my worst season. I wouldn't say it's the worst Yo, season. Well, that, that's what like, I, I mean. I guess they'll find beauty in the winter, but.
1: In terms of seasonal depression, how do we, how do we, yeah, how do you prepare for that? Can you prepare for that?
0: You can. Honestly, I've I've been researching this like two weeks ago. <laughs> Just because like, uh, I need a little bit of help, you know? So I know that they sell like these like UV sun lamps to try to mimic like more sunlight or more natural light. I do try to stay in like well lit rooms during the day. So I I like if I'm at the office or something, like I'm really lucky I have a nice beautiful window in my office. So like, or if I'm at home, my curtains are always open. I try to keep as much sunlight. In my day-to-day as possible. That's what
2: my mom does when she comes to my house. She always opens up my curtains (laughs) and I'm like, no, keep them closed. Vampire vibes. Yeah, that's me. I like it like that. I'm still adjusting,
0: so I don't really have an answer for that for myself. Like, all I want to do is sleep. As soon as I get home, I'm like, it's sweatpants time. (laughs) So that's kind of a positive, right? Like, because who doesn't love a pair of sweats, but... I I just feel like yucky and unproductive though, honestly, if I like get home and immediately just want to go to bed, I feel like I'm losing hours because we're trapped in our work, hour time. Yeah. I don't feel trapped at work, but it's like we're working. That's not personal time. And then when you have your personal time, it's like cuddle time, go to bed time. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's (laughs) nice.
1: It's nice time, but it's very brief. It's brief. That's it. It feels brief. You get your... Yeah, you might have maybe four or five hours and then it's time to go to bed. But when you actually adjust to that, it's like, it kind of feels like one.
0: Kind of. Because like as soon as you're finished dinner, it's like, all right, I might as well take a shower and go to bed.
1: (laughs) Clean up, go shower, watch the Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune and then whatever show you want and then go to bed. Same thing the next day. Same thing the next day.
0: But I kind of feel like it's, Maybe it's like a, a programmed break that we don't get to choose, but that maybe we need. Because if we think about summertime and we're out till like 9pm and like 9pm is kind of late sometimes, you know, like as an adult now, I'm an old Person now, millennial.
1: <laughs> nine p.m. is when no. I'm in bed. If anyone
0: PM asks winter. me to do anything after like nine o'clock, I'm like, "Are you crazy? I'm going to bed now."
2: Nine p.m. in the winter <laughs> is like really late. Nine yeah. p.m. in the summer, it's like it night. feels yeah. really it's early. Yeah, I can so still it's go like, play golf. Exactly. <laughs> so like summertime hours, it's
0: like nonstop, go go go. You're busy. You have all this wonderful time. But then I guess if we had that all the time. Then we would eventually get a burnout from that, right? Maybe,
1: maybe, maybe. 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 We we don't know. We don't. Experience we don't know. It. Yeah. We don't experience that. Yeah. Move to
2: Florida for a year and find out. No. <laughs> <laughs> or go to uh,
0: where is it? Alaska, the forty days of night. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's my just goodness. constant
1: darkness. Right. Yeah. Right now, it is just all dark over there. Yeah, Always. they started yeah,
2: like a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And,
1: and in the summertime, it kind of it's just constant sunlight.
2: Sunlight.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, I guess in a way, we're lucky that we have this balance. We still have a bit of a balance here with that kind of stuff. So, I'm trying to like flip my perspective. We still have the
1: ability to go back and go back in time now. As you mentioned, we have the same amount of time in the summer than we do in the winter time. It's just because we have no sunlight, it just feels like our day is done.
0: Limited. It feels like
1: it's limited. Yeah, limited. Limited. Where we could do the same things, just eh, I don't know kind of tired now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like a forced bedtime, but maybe we need it. Maybe we're all like little kids where it's like, all right, it's eight o'clock, get your butt to bed.
1: <laughs> Let's jump to Christmas. Christmas is coming up. What if Christmas was in July? How different would <laughs> that be? I know I'm throwing something like totally <laughs> <laughs> out out of uh, the direction here, but like we have Christmas now in, in the wintertime when it gets dark outside. What if it was in the summertime where it was just all light? You know, would we have more energy? Would we be more excited for, for for Christmas?
2: No, it wouldn't be the same. We need snow. <laughs> no, it, uh, Yeah,
1: it wouldn't be the same because we know Christmas as being Santa Claus on these sled, you know, landing on, in snow, reindeer, all that stuff. But if it was in July, maybe we just have a little more pep in our step. Like when it comes to, to Christmas and family gatherings and, and uh, opening presents. It is something we'll mm. never know. I know I'm just... I, <laughs> we'll never
0: know it, but like... I'm kind of thinking that, like, no, I don't think so either, because not just because out of habit or out of whatever, but if we think about we could technically do Christmas, whatever we want, we could te- we could have family dinners whenever we want. You could buy a gift for someone whenever you want. It doesn't have to be a, like a denominational holiday to do that type of thing. But when we think about our Christmas, because a lot of people here are not religious, But we still celebrate our own version of Christmas, a non-denominational version of Christmas, which is what it is, right? It's family, it's holidays, it's giving, the spirit of giving, it's volunteering, it's all that fun stuff, the togetherness. So, I mean, we could do that literally anytime. There's nothing stopping us from doing that any time of the year. But with the holiday season being in this season, I I, I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe people are super stressed out. We are. We are, we are. Holiday yeah. season is stressful for everyone, even if you don't celebrate. Still, a weird season. Yeah. A lot of, but I kind of feel like it's almost like a remedy. Once it happens, it makes people feel better. Maybe not yeah. a, not in every case because then some people are still you know trying to pay their bills until March. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but catch and then up on their bills. After that, but,
2: it's like, what's next? Yeah, there's no other holiday until. But I kind of feel like that
0: one day where people are together kind of makes all the stress worth it. It is. So like, I think it would be different if it were like at another time of the year where everyone is just like, let's go and super party mode, the meaning would be different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If there was nothing in the winter time, then it would just be total depression.
2: Yeah. And it's hard because COVID the last two years. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, My, my Christmases used to be. Like, crazy huge at my grandmother's house. I remember. I've been to a few. (laughs) The past two years, I did Christmas at my house. Like, we cooked. We did everything. And I was like, it's different. But it was a little bit nice to not have that stress of, we got to go to this person's house. We got to go to that person's house. We got to run around. We got to bring all the presents. It's like, it was nice to have, like, a little cool off period. But now I'm like, I miss it. Like,
1: And how do you get back into it? Because mm -hmm. everyone is, it's been too feels like three years of COVID and with these rules in place being you're, you can't go to so-and-so's house or can only have so many people at your house. You have to wear masks. And if you're sick, you have to stay away behind a piece of glass. And yeah, how do we get from COVID Christmas to a normal Christmas or any other, not just Christmas, but a holiday,
0: like, birthday, yeah, gathering, ex-
1: exactly, because some of us are traumatized from I think from everyone is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> everyone is traumatized from what COVID has done. Like, uh, I'm not feeling too good. Or how many people are there? I'm like, yeah, uh, that's, that's an attitude. How do we break out of that?
0: Yeah. There's like a hesitation now to do go with large crowds.
2: We were like scared to post pictures being with people. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we were scared of the scrutiny. Like it was so chaotic. It was insane.
0: I remember people dropping off like plates of food at other people's houses and like not even like Talking. sticking around <laughs> to to intercept the thank you or, mm-hmm. you know, they just, just like, like yeah. run away. Ding Go, dong, dicks.
1: Yeah, stand and, yeah. at the end of the porch. Like, <laughs> I'm not opening the door until you're off my property.
2: Mm-hmm. How sad was that? And then when we people were ordering so packages, sad. they would wipe the packages down with Lysol. Yeah. It's like we're It's I feel like we have like PTSD or yeah, something. Feel, oh, I, for sure used we have to do PTSD. That all, like
1: I'm sure we all did it with our groceries too, like when you were yeah. grocery shopping like everything wiped got down wiped cans. down or washed or even a, every single grape that you had you're like
0: wow, <laughs> wow, washing. I didn't do any of that, but <laughs> but yeah, it still affected you whether like no matter how far you took it or didn't take it, you were still affected by it because your family members are affected by it, your community your province, your country, everybody, this whole thing just attacked everyone at the heart of uh, what makes people like, ugh, at the heart of wellness and on every single level, every single level of wellness, COVID just came in and
1: I still wear a mask. Destroyed it. I still wear a mask only when I'm sick though. That's one thing I'm taking from it yeah. is that be- before COVID, if you had a cold, you just, all right, I'm going to work anyway because like, you know, it's just a cold. No, you just, you don't want to get anybody sick. Like, yeah. No, I'm going to wear a mask. Like
2: just so everyone
1: knows that, okay, there's probably a reason. And the only reason he's wearing it is because he's sick. Maybe some people are still wearing it because they're you know still afraid type thing. But... Yeah.
0: It makes people, gives people like a sense of safety, yeah. I guess. But that's how far the PTSD has gone where people yeah. are like just breathing. People are afraid to breathe. Yeah. Without having like something in front of their face.
1: Going to a, a huge venue with lots of people without a mask at first was very scary. You mm-hmm. didn't know what it was like anymore. And this is something we grew up doing all the time. Yeah. Like shoulder to shoulder, oh, like yeah. breathing everybody's air at the same time. But then post COVID, once re- restrictions were lifted and you're able to do these things, like you sort of second guess yourself if you're like, am I doing the right thing? Am I safe right now? Am I going to have a good time? Like I'm here to have a good time, but is this protection going to really bother me or tamper with my, my expectations? It's, it's still going on today, but I'm not wearing mask anymore. I'm like still going to, I'm going to concerts or, or hockey games, things like that and living life as if it was before, but with a little bit of a scar.
0: Oh yeah. Like we're, we're never going to see the, the world the same again in a way. Oh. And on top of that, people are starting to, like, get sick again, but not from COVID, just, like, regular sick, because yeah. we kept ourselves in this, like, hygienic little bubble that our immune system, our natural immune system, is like, what the f-? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you could believe that out. <laughs>
1: I believe I'm she's a little keep
0: that too right candid. <laughs> I am getting a little too candid here. I'm sorry. You didn't complete but, the word. Said,
2: ah. But <laughs> that's like
0: what people. That's what our immune systems are doing to us now. They're like, oh my goodness, what is all this stuff again? It's like we're little kids starting daycare all over again, and we well, have to we have to build it. up our immune systems because we we block them from natural immunity, you know. So
2: since my kids started school in September. One of them has been sick like every single month. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's hard, especially for work. You have to take a day off or your spouse has to take a day off. You have to find a babysitter and like, it's a lot. It's
0: a lot. So it's like, I think this COVID thing was like, not only do we have other sources of like stressors that affect our wellness, but I think COVID was a really, really big one. And the aftermath of it, is clearly still playing out.
1: (laughs) It depends. Yeah. And and it also depends on the household as well. Like I I live alone. So like COVID for me during the holidays.
0: Isolation.
1: uh, Isolation. It affected me, you know, it, it had its plus, it had its minus, like, like everything does. But like, you can imagine like having a family with, with kids and like all of this coming down on not only yourself, but everyone in the house, like, how did that play out and how, the, how are they improving upon that if, if they are or if they have?
2: Well, I feel like for me, it was like kind of a good thing because we started doing things at home and we never cooked a Christmas dinner ever since my kids were born. Like they never experienced that. So they all helped. And it was like. It special. A calm, relaxing, just like it was a special time for us as a family. Usually it's like celebrated with everybody and it's nice too, but it's also nice to like just be with your immediate family and appreciate each other. And
1: there was that bonding thing that happened with COVID. Like dare I say one of the the pluses of COVID that just seems so weird to say, but yeah, like it was the bonding experience and that helped with everybody's wellness, which again is the, uh, the buzzword for today, <laughs> wellness, wellness. Um, yeah, everyone in the household getting to know each other and today in today's age and to, with the kids and technology, you, you rarely get to sit down and FaceTime, actual FaceTime. i not talking about like, like physically, physically face to face, face to face. Yeah, so it's important. that was, that was an important thing that took place with, with COVID and wellness.
0: I don't know. I guess like, like everything in life, there's a balance. There's some good things and then there's some not so good things and. So with COVID and being home, like a lot of people and a lot of families found a lot of positive things. And, you know, they got to build connections with their household and save money because they're cooking food instead of eating out and like, or gas. Like there's a lot of cool things that happened during COVID, you know, that wouldn't, it forced everyone to slow down again, which is something that maybe we're not choosing, but maybe we needed it. Like there's all these things that happened from it.
1: And all these things we took for granted.
0: Oh yeah! Oh for sure.
1: For COVID and for like sure. oh like hang, like hanging out with friends or being able to go to the store or to the market or to the Even mall just or to, to the, the movies, sit
0: at Starbucks or something, exactly. a cup of coffee. Well,
2: that's what we would do. Like when everything was shut down and quarantined, like a big outing was like, let's go to the drive thru and get food. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was a big deal for the kids. You know, we're stuck inside. <laughs>
1: Let's go for a ride around town and not just, not just for a cruise, like, you know, we used to do when we're teenagers, but like as a family, like, Ooh, let's, let's see who's out. Like, Like, ah, (laughs) look, look, so-and-so's car is at so-and-so's house. Like, uh (laughs) uh-oh.
0: But then you get that like little, that little thing of excitement, right? Where (laughs) you're like, I'm going to go pick up this person and we're going to go cruise for a bit, but no one can know. So you're like sneaking around to hang around with your friends or something, you know, or like. I remember like my, my family would like sneak to hang out together, (laughs) you know? So it's like, it's pretty sad that we had to do that. But at the
2: same time, it was kind of fun. I think everybody was doing it. It's always more
1: exciting when you're not allowed to do it, right? (laughs) (laughs) When you know you can get caught or something, ooh, let's, uh, let's do it. But then it
0: just emphasized the importance of physical connections and family connections and just connection in general. Yeah. Like, that's what's important is the
2: connection part. So, that's what people did to keep that connection going. And some of us, like, lost connection with our family. Yeah. Like, for me, for sure. I lost two family members in my family. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't be there as much as we wanted to for each other. Mm-hmm. Because when they were sick, like, you know, only certain amount of people can be in the room. Not everybody can go to the hospital, not everybody can go to the funeral home. You know, it's, it was hard. So it's like trying to find that sense of family that was lost, Mm -hmm. like trying to build that relationship.
0: Yeah. Back with your family that you lost
2: for two years, you know?
0: Yeah. And then like uh, any children that were born during pandemic. Yeah. Like it's, it's gotta be a whole new ball game just trying to get them socialized and get get them to get used to other people and...
2: My five-year-old forgot what some of my aunties looked like. They didn't, they didn't, they f- she forgot some of the people. Wow. Well, and it was yeah. like shocking. I would show them pictures on Facebook just to like. Just know, to keep the. Yeah. Like, oh, it's auntie. Familiarity. Cousin, you know.
1: You would think it's just, if it was just a year, it would be like, no problem. Like, eh, uh, whatever. But COVID lasted yeah, Well, it's still here, but like, it's the, still here. Yeah, it's still here. But like, when all the rules and restrictions were happening, you we weren't allowed to see anybody when with this, the younger generation with the kids, it's infants, like a lifetime for them. That's a life. That's, yeah, that is, that their, is their lifetime. lifetime. That yeah. is their lifetime. So, adjusting to how things are now is
0: it's this it's, is not our normal, is not their normal. So, they have to adjust to our normal. Because their normal is growing up with masking and not going out and not seeing people and not letting anyone touch them or hug them. Or, (laughs) you know, that's Mm -hmm. their normal because that's what they're growing up
1: as. Scary. It's scary to think of that. Yeah, it is. But it it happened and it's happening now. And how are they going to adjust?
0: Yeah. So like in terms of wellness in general, I think we hit a, a couple of... Key points here. Like the number one that I keep hearing, like the theme that I keep hearing all of us bring up is this idea of connection. So, would we agree that like connection is a really important part of wellness?
1: If not the important, like the
0: most important.
1: It's one of the top tier ones.
0: Mm -hmm. And it, it doesn't even have to be connection. Like, yes, like people connections matter. But then there's also connection to like, to spirituality, to your own body, to your own interests, to like, it could be connection in general, but yeah. that's what I'm hearing from this.
1: We all need something or someone or something, uh, to, to grow as, as a person and to, and to maintain being a, a sane person, dare I say, <laughs> because, uh, that word can be thrown around too. Like, uh, insanity could happen. Like I'm sure it happened with many,
0: oh, many yeah. people. Well, mental health rates have shot through the roof, like within our own community, the in, intake workers at our social services like skyrocketed mm-hmm. and there's not enough people to take on a community of 9,000 in general. Yeah. So like with all the people calling in asking for help there, they really don't have the manpower to go through it. So there are there's like massive wait lists for counselors for help. So our people are being sent to other services to try to get some help, but the whole world is doing that. It's not even just in Gunawaga. It's all of it. Like entire entirety of Canada are looking for mental health services, like during pandemic and then post pandemic. And like, it's just, it's skyrocketed big time. I think the numbers have like decreased a little bit, Mm -hmm. but they're still up there from like, say five years ago. (laughs) So, it's saying something for sure.
1: Well, coming up with the holiday season, Christmas is, well, let's say it's coming up for the sake of the podcast. I won't give it an actual date, but it's going to lead to a lot of stress for, I would imagine, yourself, you, your family. And how do how do we deal with it? How do we deal with, you know, go, go for it. Go for it.
2: Don't bring the elf on the shelf back into your home. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm not doing it this year. Can you explain what the elf in the shelf is for the people who may not know what it is? So you find a bookstore, chapters, indigo, what have you, and you search for the elf on the shelf book with the little elf inside. You go home, you read the nice story to your children, and then you have to do a ritual. You have to take cinnamon and you, you put it around the elf. This is what my daughter told me she said she saw it on youtube you put cinnamon around the elf and you're supposed to leave it overnight and he comes to life and in the morning he's he's supposed to like change locations and he's supposed to like do silly things but it's It's a lot of work right yeah it's mischief it's a lot of work every single night you
0: have to move it
1: you have to come up with a new thing that he's gonna do Oh, you know, yeah. are, are we sitting on the chair? Oh, now he's sitting on the table. Oh, look, he's sitting on the fridge now. Like, how many different places can he sit?
2: Yeah, it's stressful. And he has to do. <laughs> he has to do
1: something. You know, like uh, I know some parents like they'll, they'll go crazy. Oh, oh look. my god. They'll make like a whole uh, you know nativity scene.
0: So if uh, Elf on the Shelf is so stressful for parents, why do they do it? <laughs> it's the magic of Christmas
1: It is, it's like another Santa Claus You know, like uh, Santa Claus and, and, and Rudolph And now Alf on the Shelf oh, that's, He's the latest, it's he's the addition. new guy Yeah, he's the new guy I don't know how new he, how long has he been around now?
2: Oh, within the last 10 years Yeah, around that But, but the, the advent d- calendars, I was like That's easy, Yeah, you can do that <laughs> Eat one chocolate <laughs> a day Forget about it, the oh. Alf on the Shelf thing
0: and now you got to go to Pinterest <laughs> and you got to like Google and yeah. like and, all the and last year's ways. Pinterest ways are are so over and done with because you already did them so you got to like you see find the other
2: moms posting oh, all their there's like competition now oh my, who's I like elves
0: are better
1: <laughs> yeah well no matter what there's always going to be that competition because oh, yeah. they post it on social media oh you did it like that yeah well look at this I can do it like this too like, <laughs> <look> better, <you laughs> know, yeah. like
0: so it's, it's, it's stressful. It's, it's funny. It's a weird stress mm-hmm. that people choose.
2: But in the end, it's, it's for makes, the children. Yeah, it makes it, them it, happy. Is something,
1: you said you're not doing it this year or you just. No, no,
2: no, I'm not. Because <laughs> we moved this year during pandemic. We built a house. We we're staying at my mom's for a few months and we moved into our new house. And there's still a lot of things that I left there. So I just like, well, we didn't bring him so (laughs) sorry guys I'm sorry I guess next year where is he how come he's not coming to our house this year
1: it's like well he decided to stay with you know (laughs) Duda so gonna stay over there now
0: okay so we talked about a whole bunch of stressors seasonal stressors uh time change daylight holiday season elf on the shelf So now, what are what are some things that like we do that are not stressful? But how do we help this? How do we change this? Like, what are some things that
1: when we're str- when we're do? stressed, how do we deal with stress?
0: Yeah, how do you? How does Denon deal with stress?
1: How do I deal with stress? I just bottle it all up, and <laughs> on one magical time a year, I just go and blah. What what day is that? Probably Groundhog Day.
0: <laughs> oh my God!
1: <laughs> no, no. How do how do I how do I deal with stress? I talk. I I, I talk to people, I talk a lot, I just let my voice out and I also listen because I understand that, you know, everyone, like how we deal now, how we're dealing with stress, they need someone to, ah, towards, you know, someone to vent towards and not everybody, no, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear how bad somebody's day was like, ah, I don't have time for that. Ah, I don't want to deal with that right now. And that's, that's what I like to do. I like to, I like to listen to people because I understand not only like, yeah, maybe they're having a rough time, but that is their medicine.
0: Yeah. Cause it's like, it's you, like you said, nobody really wants to hear it, but it's, it's like the act of support. You're yeah. supporting someone by you're showing up for someone by being there for them that's, to that's, listen.
1: That's what I like to do for, for my friends and forever. If they're having a, a, a rough go of something, it's like, all right, let's. Let's let's talk
2: comedy, comedy specials. Watching old stand-up specials. Oh yeah, laughing, <laughs> <laughs> so laughing, telling laughing. jokes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my medicine. I love to just talk and laugh. Yeah. Oh my
0: god. At the uh, we work together. We're, we we sh- we're at the office together, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of today's conversation was pretty crazy. <laughs> but that's how we tend to cope too. And is you have, laughter. You have
1: a big open environment at your workspace too, so. You hear everything.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's no secrets. <laughs> no, yeah, no
1: secrets. Somebody <laughs> tells a joke. Somebody's laughing at the other end. Like they actually heard that. Oh know.
0: yeah, it echoes like all Just the, the way through. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's really fun. So uh, we have talking, talking and listening, talking and listening, and we have comedy.
1: You and you uh, into fitness. You're 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 Miss fitness fitness
0: yeah i'm a newly certified crossfit trainer (laughs) yeah
1: and that is a perfect way to 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 deal with wellness to go about wellness
0: for sure it is like fitness is uh if i didn't have fitness during pandemic like it would have been bad would have been real bad but like for me for wellness i yes i do fitness for wellness for and on all aspects of wellness like my mental my physical my spiritual, my emotional wellness, all of that takes place in my gym, but then there's other things that I also do. I'm very artistic i I'm not an artist, <laughs> but I'm artistic and I appreciate aesthetics and I appreciate music, so for me, music is a huge one. I need to express yes, expression somehow, some way, somehow so. Maybe I'm not producing the art, <laughs> but no, I'm it, expressing myself through the stuff that I like. It's so. a way,
1: it gives you an avenue, an outlet for, for, your, for your stress or whatever else you're dealing with. Music is for myself as well. I can't go a day without music. Same. It doesn't matter what kind. Like, I'll, I'll just listen and just vibe, vibe out whatever I'm feeling and just like, okay, back, back, to, back to earth, back to, back to normal. Let's get back to, back to it.
0: Other things for wellness too. I like to cook a lot. Like food is super important to me. I love to cook and I like to cook well, like nutritional value well. So like all that kind of stuff is super important. But also for me, I'm like the kind of person where organization makes me feel really good. (laughs) So when like the rest of the world is chaotic and everything else around you is crazy, at least you can have some kind of control over your own environment. So for me, like having a little bit of organization, like maybe doing some planning, not over planning. I'm not like really OCD over planning or anything like that, but that kind of stuff makes my brain feel safe. So that's, I take care of my like, my anxiety, I guess, with that kind of stuff and then the expression and then the gym and then good food and it's all connected.
1: So you have a lot. You have a lot of ways of letting out uh, stress again and taking care of yourself. And uh, a lot of people don't. A lot of people do not. Uh, yeah. They, they don't go to the gym or they don't eat healthy or they, they go out every night and do, you know, things that are probably not good for you. <laughs> and, you know, how do, how do they go about, you know, keeping themselves going? It sounds like that with that type of lifestyle, it's just a day to day. Like uh, I'm just having, I'm just living for the moment, which is, which is nice sometimes, but like when you're going out and, you know, having a drink every, every, every day, it's, it's not taking care of yourself. You're taking care of what's happening at the moment, but Mm -hmm. in the big picture, it's probably not good for you and for all those around you as well.
2: Once in a while can be. Okay.
1: Yes, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Actually,
2: good for you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) It can be a source of wellness sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Guys night.
1: Guys night, girls night. Bowling night. Hockey
0: game or like football.
1: But then that also brings up an interesting point that, uh, Karina, I know you're a dire to, to bring up as well is... How much taking care of yourself and having fun is too much fun? How much fun is too much fun?
0: There's never enough fun. No, There's I'm just never. kidding. But like, uh, okay, there. in my mind is that like, we need to be able to give ourselves these allowances to go out and eat the crap food and to go out and have too many drinks. And to, you know, we need to give ourselves those allowances. We're all human. We all need to kind of just let go. But. Like, if you're doing that five out of seven days a week, or even three out of seven days a week, where you're just you know you're eating like three McDonald's three times a day—breakfast, lunch, supper. Oh. oh, can you imagine?
1: Yeah,
0: I'm just thinking about <laughs> that. Some people okay. may size, that. Me. Yeah, super super. size me, me. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, there it—it's hard to say because like I, I'm at a loss for words right now. But it's—it's it's, there is that there's a fine line between like you know giving yourself that kindness to let go and then like being really way too strict and you're not letting go. So it's like, there's a fine line that you're walking between being a party monster and then just letting loose every once in a while.
1: <laughs> we all know that we all know at least one person who, who goes a little too far or they do it a little too much. And, you know, we wish that they could, you know, not do that, but how, how do you change that? You, you can't change that.
0: Nobody can change that for another person. That change has to come from the person themselves. Yeah. You can't change people. People, if they change, it's because they chose to make a change. So, I mean, everyone knows that like, if you eat well, if you move well, if you do all these things, you're going to feel better. Like, like you're just going to feel better. Like if you're putting good things in your body, you're going to feel good. Like it's, it's just out there. Right. But that, that doesn't mean that I don't partake in cheesecake. (laughs) Or that doesn't mean that I don't have uh, a couple of drinks at the brew at the brewery. Like, you know, it doesn't those things doesn't mean I'm not taking care of my wellness. Does that make sense? Doing those things doesn't mean you're not well. It actually could mean the opposite. It could be your cheat day. <laughs> I don't believe in restricting anything. I just believe in a balance. You know, like that's my point of view. I don't restrict anything, but there has to be a balance. And like girls night, boys night. Say like uh, you just had a really, really bad breakup. You're completely in the doldrums. You're like, you're just out of it, right? So your friends are like, come on, let's go out. And you you go out. You have probably too many drinks, but you have a great night on the dance floor with all your friends and you wake up the next morning and you're feeling great about the night before. Maybe you're not feeling great physically or a little hungover, but overall, it was a great night. Would you consider that like taking care of your wellness or would you consider that like "Eh."
1: I, uh, yeah, you bring it up and I can speak like living through that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Going through breakups or a hard time and... Sure, you're going out to have a drink and whatnot, but you're you're going there experiencing it with your friends, and, yeah. they're, and they're the ones they're the they're the true medicine.
2: Yeah, you're not for there doing yet. it alone. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing it alone. It's different, it, right? it, it,
1: it's different and it's it's difficult. It's more difficult, but maybe you could do it. But like when you have that again a connection uh, with other people, and you got your music and you're you're dancing or you're doing whatever, it it is magical for for that time, and it does get you through that. It, it, it doesn't get you, th- it makes you forget why you're sad for.
2: For a little while, for a right? Li-
1: for a little while. And you, while you're doing that, you're wondering, why can't I feel like this all the time? Well, you're sort of just healing from, from a fresh wound. Yeah. It's going to take a long time for it to, to heal. And if you do it well enough, it's going to heal. But just don't, uh, don't, don't go too far with it.
0: Don't exactly. overdo it. Like a, a good night out. Is still taking care of your wellness. Some people might disagree. Some people would Some definitely people disagree. Some <laughs> people are very black and white. Yeah. Alcohol
2: yeah. is no way to, you know. It's yes. just it's not going to solve any so. problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: that's the beauty of, of this podcast is that it's, we're, we're not stating facts here. We're just, no. we're, we're basing. It's perspective. You know, it's perspective, it's opinion. And it doesn't necessarily mean an opinion that we agree with. No, we're just talking right now. Yeah. And, you know, if someone had the argument of exactly that, no, it's, it's, it's X marks the spot. It's, I'm not doing that sort of thing. No, it's bad. It's the devil. Something yeah. like that. Like, I, I agree. I'm not saying it's like the, it's the cure. It's not like the snake oil guy off the back of a truck. Like, oh, this cures all remedies, you know? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to get back to my cheesecake thing because I, <laughs> <Now> I <laughs> it's, want cheesecake. it's a little bit silly, but I also had uh, a really big loss during COVID. I lost a family member during COVID and it was really hard on my family. And we're grieving, right? We're still grieving. We're still grief. never goes away. It just, you learn how to live with the grief. But when it first happens and it's first fresh, it's like the grief is hard. Everything is hard. Everything hurts. Your heart, your body, everything inside you just hurts for a long, long, long time. And for me, that's what it did. It, it still hurts. Every single day it hurts. I have his picture in my car and it, anyway, <laughs> like I mentioned, right, that I'm, I, I kind of have these regimens and I'm, I'm structured and I care about food and fitness and all this kind of stuff. Right. But during my grieving time, like my heavy, hard grieving time, I gave myself that kindness to let go of some structure In terms of like food and stuff like that. So that's where the cheesecake comes in. (laughs) I was going to Creekside. It's like a mini shout out promotion to go to Creekside and buy her cheesecake. But (laughs) like, um, that's like with food, I would be like, all right, this tastes really good and I need to feel good right now. So I would allow myself all these little mini cheats to happen. And I ended up gaining like weight because it's stuff that I don't normally eat all the time and stuff like that. But it's what I needed to do in that moment to help me feel a little bit good where I still had my fitness. I still had my job. I still had structure in some places, but there was just one thing I was able to be lenient on. And I forgave myself for that because it was something I needed to do in the moment like it's a really big far off example from like say alcohol or other <laughs> substances or whatever like but in the end it's still the same thing if you find something that copes that helps you cope but that doesn't offset the balance of everything else that is going good then give yourself that kindness you know and it's just important to be able to pick it back up again and to that's that's where it was kind of hard because i I lost a little bit of the weight that I gained (laughs) because there's a consequence, right? To like, there's there's a, my consequence was I gained like 25 pounds. (laughs) So, and now I'm, I'm working hard to, to regain that part of discipline, I guess.
1: And it's, it's you deciding that, okay, how do I get back on track?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That is the idea that is hard for people to to get into because if you fall into, you know, a depression and you lean on uh, something like uh, like treats, you know, uh, junk food, things like that, how far do you go and how do you, you know, pick yourself back up and like, okay, it's time to stop doing this and, you know, take care of myself.
0: Well, for me, honestly, the moment was when I, my jeans started getting tight and I'm like, "Girl." <laughs> um, yeah, all yeah. right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it could be it could be something like that, like you just trying on clothes and like realizing that, "Oh, well, things aren't this what they used to be," you know? So maybe it's that change, but like is it that type of change for everyone?
0: But the important factor is is like why do you have the need to cope? That's the problem that needs to get deal, dealt with. So for me, my cheesecake problem and my my jeans problem is directly related to my grief. Yeah. So I have, like, I was working on that issue. I am still working on the grief. Like I said, it doesn't go away, right? But what I did have was I had supports. I had some friends that I could talk to. I had started counseling, actually. Like I had, I I was adamant to try to do those things I talked about for wellness. Like I kept up all the other stuff and everything else. So you have to take an active role in your own wellness. It just doesn't just happen to you. You're not just a well person just because like, you know, the universe wills it. You have to take an active role in your wellness. It is your responsibility.
1: Yeah. You're working on it. That's, look, you're, just look at the word work. You have to put an effort into it.
2: And it's, it
0: pays off.
1: Hard work it, pays it, off. It does pay off. You know? feel
2: inspired, Karina. <laughs> <laughs> for well, real though. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, if, the, if that's what happens with this, you know, this message, with this podcast, with whoever's listening to us, it's, sure, go, go for it. Uh, have yourself a cheesecake, but then remember, put it back in the fridge when
0: you're done. <laughs> Well, there's a difference too. Like the cheesecake stuff, that was self-care. That's self-care. Yes, You need to do that in the moment to take care of yourself. But when you talk about self-love, talk about, like, think about like your mom, your duda, your grandma. How do they love you? They They feed feed you. They feed feed you. you. (laughs) But also like, what if you do want to go out and go do something crazy or whatever? What are they going to tell you? They're going to scold you. They're going (laughs) to scold you. That's it. They discipline you. Because they tell you, like, they they want you to realize, like, are you going too far? It's cold out. You should wear a hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to protect you. They're trying... The, the discipline part. So when you're talking about yourself and your self-love, you have to have a certain amount of discipline for yourself. That's how you love yourself. Because you could, like, you know, <laughs> go about life and just roll out of bed, never make it, leave all your stuff on the floor. You could... Well, you, you're not going to accomplish anything unless you
1: know your limits. have some
0: self-discipline, make yourself uncomfortable because you're doing stuff you don't want to do. And then look what happens in the end. You grow from it. If you just stay in the same place, you're not going anywhere. If you're just indulging with all that self-care bubble bath every single night, where are you going? You're going oh. nowhere. You're going in the <laughs> bath. You're get, getting in the tub. <laughs> like. <you> <laughs> feel- <laughs> You eventually have to get your butt out of the tub I and go know. do something, I want to go in
1: the tub now.
0: <laughs> like self-care sounds fabulous good. in the moment, but it doesn't really fix anything. You need self-love and self-discipline to get things going.
1: Yeah, because as soon as I get out of the bath, where do I want to go? To bed. <laughs> Either to bed or back in the bath. <laughs>
0: You could buy those nice Epsom salts from Sequoia and bath bombs, but it's not going to really fix light some anything. Candles, overall,
1: listen to some whale sounds.
2: <laughs> whale. I'm whale just
0: thinking songs. of like oh
2: whale song.
0: I'm thinking of Finding Nemo and Dory's trying to speak
2: whale. And like ah yeah
1: yeah there it is. That's Ooh, stuff. I, it's just
0: Speaking. So wellness.
1: Yeah, wellness taking care of yourself. That's, that's, that's the message we're going here. And hopefully you have yourself a very lovely holiday. Yeah. With your family, Mm -hmm. or if you choose to spend it by yourself, that, that's all up to you. Some people, they love to spend Christmas by themselves. Yeah. Christmas is a, is a hard time for, for a lot of people because, you know, maybe it was a big bonding experience with their, with their family and maybe some of their family members aren't here anymore. And, you know, that makes it really sad for some people. So if you see somebody this Christmas or this holiday season, I feel like I sound like a Hallmark commercial right now. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if they're having a rough go about it, you know, like maybe wish them a, you know, a great day, a Merry Christmas, have yourself a, a lovely, lovely holiday. Or if they just want to be on their own, just totally respect that. Don't jump in somebody's face and be like, why are you miserable? Don't be miserable. It's a happy time this year. Like, well. Everyone has their reason. And if they're not showing it, it's none of your business for, for you to find out. So just respect everybody's faces.
0: Another thing that really helps I find is asking people how they are and meaning it. Like actually wanting to hear the real answer, not just I'm good. Thanks.
1: This, this is something we talked about before, not here, but like, let's bring it up right now. Like just the basic, how are you? That's right. How are you feeling?
0: You ask your kids that every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And just how was, yeah, how was your day at school?
1: Just those words alone, it, it could mean so much to to someone. Like it, we take it for granted mm-hmm. all the time. How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? Hey. But you know, maybe to someone who doesn't get a lot of you know social, uh, they're not very social or they don't have anybody to be social with. How are you doing? Like that—that that actually made me feel really nice that you actually asked that. Like yeah. like you cared. And you know another phrase that we 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 mentioned is something we say all the time, I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. This is this is these are words that um are, are extremely powerful.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe we never hear or you, And
2: it's different when it's not somebody like in your close family that says I love you. It's like you almost feel like shy or something. Yeah, yeah. it's true.
1: You're out of your comfort zone. It's like you zone. get
2: bashful. I recently just started
0: saying that to my best friends to my family to my cousins that we've never really said it before like
2: yeah, <laughs> you it, never know it feels You're a little ne- bit like, weird but after a while you know it gets normal
1: it, yeah it gets normal yeah. and sometimes it gets a little too normal where it's just it doesn't mean anything anymore like i love yeah. you i love you i love you i love you yeah you say it to your kids at night when they go to bed i love you i love you but after a while yeah you, you have to like oh you know, Feel it a little more, like uh, just show that that, those words have to have weight, yeah, to it. Actions and and actions, like
0: asking, "How are you?" That's a way. Feeding people, that's another way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, let a mama feed. (laughs) That's that's how she says she loves you. Thank you for coming. Oh, Uh, thank you for coming. Thanks.
2: I was like, "Are you sure you want me?" I'm not a wellness (laughs) expert. I'm like none of us are (laughs) trying to be well every single day. Yeah, but,
0: but Karina, so-
2: you are very inspiring. Like Thank you. since I started work at Collective Impact, just seeing you every day and ha- bringing your meals in every day—you you bring your own lunch in, your own breakfast, your own snack, lunch bag. <laughs> yeah,
1: the the nerdy things you do sometimes can be uh, awe inspiring.
2: Yeah, like I wish I could. I mean, I can. You
1: can. I can. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. There is no. I wish I can. You just take those words out. I wish you can. So do it.
0: Well, Nyawa, (laughs) thank you for that. Thank you for that. I guess the only thing that I can say is that like during this time, during the seasonal changes, the holiday changes, just be kind to yourself. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Be kind, rewind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's something I used to deal with wellness. Go to video stores and just wander the aisles and just...
0: I miss a Jokwa video, a Jokwa video of like
1: blockbuster.
0: I wasn't a blockbuster person. I was strictly in town.
1: And <laughs> yeah, once, uh, once I closed, like I ain't I'm going out of town.
0: Rice's video used to have like the craziest
2: horror movie section. I am so young. I don't even know what Rice's video is. <sighs> John's I video. Slightly remember a Sun
1: Sunstar video. That was so, a
2: really a Jokwa. I remember being like really small because. I remember the racks used to look so tall. Yeah. Yeah. The movie mm-hmm. racks. It was like. Yeah. We're I was talking, talking about local up. video
0: stores. Yeah. This is like.
1: <laughs> a jo- like a well over 10 years. Maybe 12.
0: 20. No, when Netflix no. started to do a streaming thing. That's when it. That's when it fizzled out. Because Ojoqua stayed on for Blu-ray. Yeah. So you, we're still able to rent Blu-ray and stuff like that. But as soon but as Netflix it, it, it turned, turned into, into another, It turned
1: into another store and then like the videos got. Sold. Yeah, they got <laughs> sold. But yet the sign was still hanging there for a very long time. Like, mm-hmm. hey, let's go a video. Beads.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I <was> like, okay.
0: <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's, those are some good times for sure. Get outside too, people. Get outside. Be kind to yourselves. Get outside. Get some fresh air.
1: Get some sunlight while it's there. Yeah. If you're able, if you're able, that is. I mean, you understand if you're, you're stuck in the house or you're at work all day, or maybe you're, you know, you're at the hospital or something. Yeah.
0: Just, but if you are not able to leave your house, open your windows, change the air in your house. That makes a huge difference to get some fresh air in the feng house.
1: shui, get that
0: going. <laughs> okay. So we're going to, we're going to wrap it up and, um... I guess we'll see you next month.
1: Yeah, we'll see you within the next episode. Which yeah, will, the next episode. Which yeah. will be all about, and this is where we end the episode. <laughs> D-
0: dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> all right. Have a good one, everyone. Yeah, bye. Oh, no. Bye.
1: The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your DWSA and its employees.